0: Welcome all you good movie buddies to the Popcorn Diet a podcast for those who live on a steady diet of movie theater popcorn and other movie snacks like potato chips. The whole you're going to do that the whole podcast? Yep. Could you <laughs> As always my name is Rick Williamson, your very best good movie buddy and with us as usual is our other good movie buddy the potato chip chomping Canadian machine Mr. David Melhorn. I see the chips going away. That's probably good. David, how are you doing, man? I'm doing well. You had a, you had a, you, you, you saw, we saw Infinity War and then you felt the need to go wage your own Infinity War on a tree stump at midnight. It's, it's true. Uh, we're not going to get into that. Suffice it to say, you're a madman. Um, but getting back to why we are here, Infinity War came out this weekend dominated the box office obviously and uh set off what i think will be an interesting 12 months for the marvel cinematic universe and its fans we've seen it obviously and and this week we're going to go for a double whammy of episodes here first this episode is all going to be non-spoilers or we're going to try our best to keep it non-spoilers um, and discuss the film and how much we liked it, didn't like it, what we liked, what we didn't like, without really ruining any of the big surprises. And then following that on Thursday, we're gonna do a full-blown, full blown, full full blown spoiler extravaganza one week after its release. So I feel like that's a pretty good. David, would you agree that about a week is is a pretty good kind of uh, what what sort of looking for cushion? To give people for spoilers, um, at least
1: if you're actively listening to a podcast, I think I feel like if you care about a movie so much that you don't want to get spoilers, that you're probably seeing it opening weekend.
0: Yeah, I mean, and and admittedly, you know, there are people who um, can't see it opening weekend. Totally fine, totally understandable. Uh, I was on the Reddit, uh, the MCU spoilers Reddit, um, where I where I lurk. All the time. Um, Shocker. <laughs> and those motherfuckers were actually posting, recorded from in the theater bits of the film, and they were um taken down. Now, I am somebody who enjoys spoilers very much, David, and I'm going to go off on a slight slight left turn here. But I feel like I, I also have a very strong stance on pirating, specifically movies and not paying for your movies. And I saw a couple of... of these individuals, I'll try not to be too insulting here, who are like, I'm not gonna be able to see the movie for a while. Again, I'm not somebody to judge anybody's personal, you know, experience, or or I, I, I have no idea what's going on in people's lives, but I am hard pressed. Other than like, you're overseas in the military, I am hard pressed to find, think of an excuse to why you would need to pirate this movie because, quote unquote, you can't see it for a while. Am I? Am I? Am I
1: totally out base here? You think I'm crazy? No, I, I think you're. I think you're accurate. Um, you know what? I think movies were, in my opinion, intended to be seen in the theaters. Obviously, you don't sure. always do that. Sometimes you see them at home, but in general, there's so much that you miss out on watching something especially a pirated version where someone sits there with their camera like right that's not how it was intended to be at all and if you're really that big of a fan of the movie then you should have respect for the filmmakers and the people involved to give them money to not see a pirated version
0: exactly exactly right so with all of that being said now that we got our little rant off now that i got my little rant off my chest uh david how'd you like the film just straight off just right, just let's just dive right into it. How'd you like it? It was long. It was very long. Two hours and forty minutes it's, long. It's not
1: just that it was long, it's that it was exhaustingly long. So by that I two mean two hours and thirty minutes. There wasn't me. really like any like light, you know, you know, you were on the edge of your seat in some form pretty much the entire movie. It's an exhausting film. It's very exhausting. But also it's exhausting the way that like
0: running on the treadmill is exhausting like it's 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 rewarding. Right? Sure. Like especially, you know, I mean we're we're not we're not spring chickens anymore. You and I were are you? Wow! What are you? You just turned thirty two, did you not? I did. Congratulations! Thank I will you. turn thirty two in in a in a couple of weeks here. And seeing the ten thirty p.m. showing of a two and a half hour film, what ends up being a three hour cinematic experience is not what I would call easy anymore.
1: Sure, but I will say I think it's more exhausting too because, regardless of whether you read spoilers or not, going into this, you kind of were like. Basically assuming there was going to be a high body count in this movie. Sure. You're coming in jacked, right? So you're kind of on the edge of like, I know like this is the first, I would say, any of the Avenger movies where you kind of know in your head people are going to die. Sure. Um, I don't know that we've lost a main character really.
0: Quicksilver.
1: Quicksilver is like the closest. Sure. um, Rhodey's Legs roadie's legs exactly <laughs> so oh
0: i should be as we as you know now that we've blown blown those two out i should say that there will be spoilers for the other marvel films so if, yes. if you haven't seen the other marvel films look out but but for infinity war we're going to keep it spoiler, spoiler sure. free
1: sure so i think because of that you kind of don't know when any of, any of it's going to happen you don't sure. know who it's going to be ha- happening to unless you're you and you don't have a soul um, but I think <laughs> that's, that's what makes it a more exhausting experience sure. too, For at least for, like I said, those of us that didn't know what was happening too, is that you're like, when's, when's it going to happen? You're when's clenched. this person going to go? Like, like you're that kind clenched
0: of for two and a half hours. You're clenched.
1: And as a movie as a whole, I mean, it's, you know, a very well put together movie and there's so many characters involved. Sure. Like it's not like you kind of get to sink into a character and be like, okay, okay like, exactly. I've been following this character the whole movie, like that kind of thing. Like, right when you kind of have a scene with one character, you jump over to a scene with another character. For sure. and so it kind of keeps you on edge the whole movie long. For sure. I I mean I love the film. We're going to talk about that in a little bit just how
0: to uh, how, like how how to fairly like critique this film. Um I think you're exactly right because the film does have a couple of slow moments. There are a sl- couple of slow moments between Scarlet Witch and Vision. There are a couple of slow moments between um Thor and and uh, members of the Guardians of the Galaxy, but there's always that that threat there's always the dread of somebody could smash into the room at any moment and fucking ruin everything. It's true. Um I I really love the film. I love the film for a lot of reasons. I love the film because it's one of the most massive films that I've ever seen and they managed to pull it off. I love the film because I love the previous 18 I mean, I'm almost willing to call them episodes at this point of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, They're they're essentially making $200 million television show episodes, I feel like, now. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, everyone's on point. Uh, We'll get into some of the specifics, but suffice it to say that I'm going to go see this movie again and again and again. I saw it twice this weekend. Um, So, you know, that's... I feel like that's not a surprise. No. Although I do agree, it's exhausting and, and there are certain elements that um, they had to take shortcuts on because it's already a two and a half hour film and they're not making a three and a half hour, you know, Braveheart, Titanic-esque film. they, they had to be some shortcuts there. So let's... Beyond whether we like the film or not, I had a couple of interesting thoughts about this film and I wanted to get obviously your opinion on this. Is it unfair? Do you think that it's unfair to? And when I say unfair, that's kind of a stupid fucking term because we're talking about Marvel movies here, right? It's not fair or unfair. But you sent me a link because you like to rile me up. You sent me a link directly to all of the rotten reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> and 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 it worked immediately. I'm I'm set off. But one of the biggest criticisms I saw of the film was that. Um, a couple of people said it's half a film or a couple of people said that it, it feels like um, it's not, a you know, it's it's part of a whole. And I don't think that that's fair. Um, I think that much like with comic books, particularly a series of comic books, I'm not talking one shot graphic novels or things like that. I'm talking, you know, you're looking at Captain America, Captain uh, America. Um, issue 351 issue 352 issue 353 comic books were designed and had the ability to be picked up at any point at any point you could go out and you can buy your kid a comic book you can buy yourself a comic book and they can get into it because comic books usually have a little bit of recap um, and things like that and and you could always go back and reference and buy past issues and things like that and i feel like these films for the most part have done a pretty good job of that um but they are part of a whole nonetheless so do you think that it's fair to judge this film in a vacuum or to view this film in a vacuum or do you think that that's kind of not understanding what marvel and
1: disney and the mcu is trying to do um i think you have to judge it uh as a singular film but as it pertains to movies as a whole so i think it's fair to judge how it did as a single film just like it's okay to judge you know avengers age of ultron as a single film sure but i think part of that goes into how does this singular film tie in and work with all the other films like if you went completely off character with actors and their roles in the movie and characters igno- like, or storylines, ignoring storylines or things like if if Rhodey suddenly could walk right without, you know <laughs> assistance after we saw him paralyzed mm-hmm. and nothing was explained while he why he could do that like that would be weird. Sure. Or if Thor suddenly had long hair again, you know, or stuff like that. like then you're talking about like inconsistencies, but I think, Anytime you're the 19th film, like it has to be judged a little bit. Like we can't, you know. That's one of the things I think that, you know, Batman's always struggled with is that they keep doing these remakes of it and they keep retelling the same story that we've heard over and over again. Right. And so it's like if you were to continue to give backstory or try to make sure that everybody that's seeing this film knows what's going on. Um going in so no one's lost. If sure. this is the only film they saw, like this movie would have been four and a half hours. Like <laughs> if you want to like set this movie up within itself so everybody can understand what's going on, like right. you can't do that. So I think it's Or like James Bond, like if every James Bond film
0: which again you know was, you know maybe they made a little bit of change with the Daniel Craig films mm-hmm. but every James Bond film was James Bond he's a spy get it let's fucking go yep you know S- same thing is true here and i think if you judge this film or you look at this film as a culmination rather than a singular film i feel like you have to give it maybe slightly more Props for lack of a better better word, a slightly better grade than if you look at it as a singular film. Because as a singular film, I feel like it has some weaknesses. It's long. There are a couple of major characters who we only know to be major because we've watched the other eighteen films. But there are a couple major characters that really don't get a lot to do. Um, There are things that are completely skipped over. There are touches that if you really don't pay attention, you're gonna miss. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think as a singular film, you know, it's fair to knock that and it's fair to say that. But also at the same time, you know, to say that one character gets shortchanged whilst that character has had their own string of individual films, well, then who fucking cares? We know who that character is, you know? So speaking about characters let's let's skip over plot for now because we'll we'll get to that but speaking of characters um do you have any again without getting into spoilers Mm -hmm. some characters shined more than others do you have any particular that you feel were were better done better portrayed um got a little bit more to do um and was surprising
1: um, as far as favorite characters, I mean, I sure. re- I really enjoyed, um, I really enjoyed Thor in this movie. Okay. Um, I, he's th- great. I thought, you know, I think we're continuing to bring Thor more and more to the forefront. Um, as we talk about, you know, the rumors of Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. not being right. around
0: the future. Who knows?
1: I think, you know, they're wise to. Everything that we've heard from Hemsworth is that he wants to continue to do, be involved. He wants to make more movies. He's said he wants to do another one with Taika. Um, yeah. So I think it's wise. He's definitely your biggest like lead left in this movie, um, other than maybe Black Panthers up there now because of the well, he, yeah. Black he Panda just filmed.
0: We're talking the old the old crew. Yeah. I think it's really interesting that Thor has had. He's maybe gained more momentum than anybody else. Captain America, steady. Iron Man, steady. Thor started off a little eh, dipped a little. He's really ramped it up lately.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think some of that has to do with his career as a whole, but I also think Ragnarok's what really sure broke him through. They sure. finally gave him some personality. They let Chris <laughs> Hemsworth have you know, be who he is. Have some fun. Um, and so I think that was good. Um other than that i think um, i mean
0: there's so many
1: there's just so goddamn many characters yeah i mean i i thought um without getting too much into his character i thought dinklage was good sure um in there um i think of the other ones though i mean i always am a sucker for rocket
0: rocket's great um i uh I was really happy with, you know, without getting into the favorite portrayals, I was really happy to see certain characters bouncing off of one another. Like, you've seen things that we're going to talk about here, you've seen in the previews. For example, you know that Doctor Strange and Tony Stark are going to interact together. And I loved their interactions
1: so much. He would definitely be one of the other tops for me. Strange, Strange had a really good movie as far as just... How his character was in the film.
0: Right, right. And then, likewise, the Guardians and Thor, seeing Thor interact with the, the different character mashups that you got, you know, that could potentially um, reverberate throughout other films as well, you know, because they did Thor Ragnarok with Thor and Hulk. Who's to say that you don't get a film that is just like Doctor Strange and Spider Man fucking around New York? Or you don't like later on, or you don't get a um, God. I'm trying to think of another really good one, like uh, like a Hulk and and uh, I don't I don't even know like a a Hulk and a Black Panther or something like that, or like a Valkyrie and a Black Widow, like like mismatching all of these characters. I thought really carried the energy forward. In the film. Um, that being said, you know, I I felt that, you know, there were a couple of people who got uh, kind of the short change. Um, I don't I don't think you don't think I should list them. I think that would probably be maybe a little too spoilery. Yeah, we'll we'll save that for
1: the the next
0: one. Yeah. Well, I will say I'll say one thing. Like, like, eh, fuck it. I won't say one thing. I'm gonna keep it locked in. I'm yep. gonna keep it locked in. Were there any particular? Things that you were surprised about, about any of the characters, did they, or did they all pretty much
1: go par for the course? No, I think the only surprises I had as far as characters go, um, were just I think you always came in with theories of who was going to eat it and sure who was going to survive, and so it was interesting to see how that actually shook out. And then I think also, um, you know, I think you also had an idea of who would be the driving force. Or the characters that would get that screen time and I think there was you know some surprises in there of how they allotted it yeah and how they focused it and who really drove this movie forward um and again I think one of the things that they they had to deal with was this is kind of even though we've been hearing about him like this was kind of Thanos's, First film, yeah, fuck it, like, let's talk about. This him. was like his origin film, you know. Yeah, to, kind in a, of in a lot of ways, and in, so
0: in the sense that like Black Panther was his origin film, but uh-huh. he showed up in Civil War. Like this is very much an origin film for Thanos, even though Thanos has showed up in the first Avengers, in Guardians of the Galaxy, we really get to see what he's all about. Yep, and I don't think enough praise can be given to josh brolin and to marvel for putting thanos together they're you know it's getting to the point now where these cgi characters these motion capture characters are they're not special effects anymore because i think it took me all of 30 seconds um before i forgot that thanos was a special effect yeah like the 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 character work and the, the the special effects work in his face in just the way that he is um put into the scenes just from a pure special effects standpoint is fucking astounding and and josh brolin crushed it i, I don't think that that's very hard you know a, a far reach in that Thanos is such a complex character they made him such a complex character his motivations are so complex and surprisingly sympathetic and You might ask yourself, how is that fucking possible? How does a guy who wants to destroy half the world be surprisingly sympathetic? Go watch the film, and and you'll see it. Um, That was one of the things that I was immensely impressed with. Um, I thought that—I mean, we're with him from—this is a tiny spoiler, but we're with him from scene one to the end of the film. Like, it's— it's his film it's his goal it's it's his mission um I loved him I loved his crew uh I, I, his crew of uh the Black Order the children of Thanos okay let me ask you um again without getting into too many spoilers about like what they do who is your favorite of the Black Order if you had to pick one there are four of them there was um ebony Ma who's the kind of the priest there's proxima midnight who's sort of like the i mean black widow basically mm-hmm. um there's uh call obsidian who's the big bad motherfucker and then there's corvus glaive who's sort of like the i don't know the assassin he's sort of the most monstrous of all of them
1: mm-hmm. um who's your favorite uh i can never remember how to say his name but the first one
0: <laughs> uh ebony ma ebony ma the yeah. the priest likewise and i feel like i feel like it's pretty obvious he had the most lines he was had the most attitude i don't i it don't was, know why he was just
1: i was into it yeah i mean he had the most personality um he was kind of thanos's hype person when he wasn't killing people right um and i think you know his he had one of the better fights you know from mm-hmm. that standpoint i think um, that, that fight, the first fight that he's really in is one of the better ones in the movie. So yeah. I think all of that combination, he also seems like the most dangerous one of the ones because he seems to have the coolest abilities and sure. those types of things. And so, um, he, he was definitely my favorite and the most memorable of the ones. Yeah, Um, I agree. They were all solid though. I mean, oh, I, yeah. I think they were all a, a, a formidable group and a memorable group, um, but he was definitely the one that stuck out.
0: I agree. Uh, Proxima Midnight's a close second for me because she had a couple of really good moments in the middle and at the end of the film. Um, but but, Ebony Maw's a, a badass. He's the closest. That it's it's funny because how sympathetic Thanos is, you make these other crew who are definitely unsympathetic, and I feel like you had to do that. Like you had to balance sort of thanos's what's the word i'm looking for here attitude i guess demeanor you know um with these guys who are just like bad dudes um the whole time so as far as the plot i mean it is pretty straightforward it is thanos wants to get the six infinity stones and destroy half the universe and the avengers and the guardians got to stop him um I was surprised by how and I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but and you, you know, you can chime in. Obviously, I was surprised at how cosmic the film got again without getting into any spoilers. We've seen in the trailers that this place goes all low. this movie goes all over. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was really surprised by that. I was surprised by how much screen time um, was spent in space. Um, were you surprised by that at all, or was that something you were expecting?
1: I think I was expecting it only because it's Thanos. Sure. So He's space guy. Um, he's space guy, and we knew that to get the Infinity Stones, he was going to have to go all over to get them. So sure. I think knowing that this film would most likely be him chasing down the Infinity Stones, I figured it was going to take us kind of all over. Yeah. Um, and some of it we saw some of it we didn't, um, but we definitely saw how big, you know, this universe is. We went to quite a few different planets, yeah. um saw some places we've seen in the past, but maybe not for a few films, as well as saw places that we've never seen before. Sure. um, so I think I expected it to be a very cosmic um due to the fact that, you know, also the rumors had been that, you know, Thor was a, a big part of it uh-huh. too. Um and at this time at least Thor was still up in space um last we checked. Right. So I did expect it to be a good amount. Um maybe I expected a little bit more um Earth on Earth, Earth towards the end, um with Thanos. But other than that, I mean it was pretty on par, I felt like for me as far as time, other than maybe a little bit more. I guess time by Thanos on Earth. I expected maybe in this movie. Sure, sure, absolutely, absolutely,
0: Um, and I think you know, like you said, this movie's two hours and thirty minutes long. Um, I feel like one of the reasons it it is so exhausting is because, and we kind of talked about this, the film itself moves by very, very quickly. Um, The the things that happen. I guess it's because there's not really a lot of planning, you know? Um, there's not really uh here's what we're gonna do from either side. There's no pontificating, there's no I mean there's a little. I don't want to say there's none of it. There's a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. Um and it's but it's short and sweet and really, really good. But most of it, most of the action, is really it's just it's there. There's no build up, there's no okay, uh here's the plan, we're going to get ready. Like it just it happens. There's a lot of reaction to it. Um and I feel like I feel like it works in favor of a film this this big. Mm-hmm. So now let me ask you a question as we sort of come to the end of this one. These are going to be a couple of shorter episodes um just because there's really not that much we can talk about without getting into spoilers. Do you think the fourth film which comes out in a year? Do you think it'll be similar in the sense that it will be as just as breakneck as this or do you think there's going to be a little bit more planning slowness to it? I don't know. I it just it's such an exhausting film, but how do you change it? I don't feel feel like you can.
1: Well, I think I think you're going to see, I do think there's going to be more planning um, because where we're left off at the end of this movie. Um, there
0: requires lots of planning.
1: There requires <laughs> lots of planning to um, to move from where we all assume it's going from where it is right now. Sure. So there's a lot of questions to be answered. There's a lot of things that we assume need to be assembled and done Mm -hmm. um for us to get to where we think we're that we're going because i think without knowing at all the plot of the next movie i think everybody is pretty safe to make some assumptions about what's some of the things that are going to happen and if those things turn out to be true which they should um then where there's going to be some room to you're going to have to get there somehow. Sure. So, I think it'll be a little bit slower. Um but I do think it's still going to be super long and I yeah. do think it's going to be You may have a little bit slower rolling into it than what we had in this one. But I think once you get into the flow, it's Mm -hmm. going to be just like this one.
0: And so that leaves us with the next 12 months. Uh, Right now, um, Avengers 4 is scheduled to be released in early May of next year. Mm -hmm. Uh, May 3rd, which is just about a year away. Um, We have two films coming next. We have Ant-Man and the Wasp, which is set in the aftermath of Civil War. So it's set before this. And then we have Captain Marvel, which is set in the 90s. Last question before we leave, because I think this is going to happen. Are we going to get... I feel, like, I feel like this is kind of an obvious answer, but do you anticipate getting building blocks in those two films to... Lead that lead up to Avengers 4 because I feel like like if you think about the traditional prequel right like Temple of Doom Mm -hmm. for example Sure, um, or or I mean any other prequel Um, okay the fucking Star Wars films for example Um, you know, sometimes they're their own thing until they come up to You know the the film that they were preceding, you know, you know, uh Temple of Doom is its own thing. It doesn't really build into last crusade at all it doesn't really build off of raiders at all it's really kind of its own solo adventure do you think these are going to be very very isolated solo adventures or do you think that they're going to lay the bricks leading up to infinity War? because i think they're going to i think I, they have to
1: i think they're going to be i i'm maybe the opposite of you i think they're going to be more solo than what people expect i think people want a lot of answers. Because of the way Infinity War ends, okay, and they want to see progression, they don't want to have to wait a whole year for the next Avengers to sure. start getting answers. But, but you think Marvel's gonna make them sweat it out? You're talking about Ant Man and Wasp, yep, who you know, no offense to them, but they're kind of limited on the scope of like what they can do when we're eh. talking like. Infinite Wars. I think there's going to they be, got
0: the remember they can shrink into the into
1: the into the quantum realm. But here's the thing: is I think there's going to be things that are discovered that will have impact into um, Avengers Four. Okay, but I don't think it's going to they're going to be done for the purpose of Avengers Infinity Four. Sure, or Avengers Four. So like they may discover how to use that dimension. And things that they can do, and that may be central to the story or the challenge or whatever they're facing in their film, but I don't think like the thing with Thanos is other than his four kind of guys yeah. like it's not like he has like it's not like Hydra where he's got people all around you right. know the u s and well, things he, like mean, that, and yeah, that's true. it's not like he's, he's got his armies but but they're not like hiding in plain sight like Ant man was a as was a heist movie, the first one. Like, right. there's not really a heist that you can do against like Thanos's people or something to like set up what's going to happen next. So like, Man, I I maybe think they could. I think you're gonna see more. But I know what
0: your point. I I just understood your point. So I think so, you could imagine if they heist like hey, we're gonna we're gonna pull a heist on Thanos. Yeah. But yeah. that's not what you're talking about.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> what I'm saying is they're going to we're gonna be introduced to a concept that you couldn't just introduce. In Avengers 4. Sure. So, like, something that Ant-Man can do or Ant-Man and Wasp can do right. probably has to do with that dimension. Okay. Um, that's going to play a significant role okay. in Avengers 4. Um, and I think Captain Marvel will be even less so, except I could see, like, the the stinger at the end. Yeah. Um, Or leading
0: directly to the fourth.
1: Exactly. Like I could see that. But the thing is, is we're, as you mentioned, that movie's set in the 90s. Like that's what's the stinger 30 years before this. So again, I think there'll be things that we. God, 30 fuck. One of those things is, you know, obviously we're introduced to a character that I, I think we all know is going to be in Avengers four and Captain Marvel. Sure. Um, But I think. We're going. It's going to be more just kind of like Black Panther was, like the the previous film. Like we were more introduced to Black Panther, Shuri, Okoye, who all had roles in Infinity War, right? um, That and Wakanda itself was introduced and all that, which all had big implications in Infinity War, Mm -hmm. but they weren't about Thanos and Infinity War. So I think it's going to be similar with Captain Marvel, and that we're going to get introduced to her. What she can do, what Captain Marvel can do, all those types of things without it being like, you know, directly tied in. Like I could see, like I said, I could see The Stinger absolutely playing right into it, um, being a direct lead up into what we get in Avengers 4. But I don't think that movie is going to be in the whole story of the Infinity Gauntlet But it's going to lay
0: breadcrumbs. It's going, oh, hey – we did this we did this crazy thing to defeat this villain odds are that crazy thing's going to probably pop up in Infinite, in in yeah. Avengers 4. Yep. Okay. All right, I can get behind that. So, final final rating as we sign off here, 1 to 5 popcorns. How many popcorns do you give Infinity War? I know, right? Think about it.
1: It's probably 4 for me. Yeah. Um we don't have any half popcorns. Yeah. I mean, if there was a half, I'd probably go four and a half. But I think it's four. But I think it's also one that when you get to hindsight, when you get Avengers 4, sure, um, you might give it a boost up. It's true. Just like I think, you know, as we, as we talked about and as we'll get into in the spoilers episode... If you're looking at it just as a singular movie, you probably have more issues with it yeah. if you, than if you're looking you at it as... You might even knock it
0: down to a three. Yeah. But as a... I, I agree with you. I think if you look at it as a singular film, you might even make it a three. Mm-hmm. But, but if you look at it as the culmination of everything, you make it a five. So, like, average that out, I feel like it meets a four. It's like... Like, think of an episode... Think of a season of Game of Thrones. There are some episodes... Eh, They're okay. And then there are other episodes that are the Battle of the Bastards that are just like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god So I feel like that's I again These films are making us look at I think they're making us look at this entire franchise a little bit differently Um, But yeah, I really enjoyed it. I'm gonna like I said, I've already seen it I'm gonna probably see it more the next 12 months is going to be real interesting mm-hmm. it's going to be real interesting but that is going to do it for our non spoiler episode uh recapping infinity war before we go as always do us a favor follow us on facebook on twitter on instagram at the popcorn diets um make sure to go to our website popcorndietpodcast.com to read our review to listen to all of the previous episodes listen to the marvel free refill series that we did And then last but certainly not least, wherever you're listening to us, remember that you can subscribe to us for free and get new episodes always coming to you directly to your mobile device, wherever it may be, iTunes uh, or uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, whatever you're using, go ahead and subscribe, like, throw us a rating, and you'll get new episodes weekly. But for the Canadian machine, Mr. David Melhorn. I am your very best good movie buddy, Rick Williamson, and we're going to see you in just a couple days talking nothing but spoilers about Infinity War on the Popcorn Diet. Adios.